When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This is Unsportsmanlike with Evan Candy and Michelle coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. We are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance, here on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, Sirius XM80, ESPN app, and all of our great stations across the country, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen. And uh, we got the game of the year on Monday Night Football this week. Mm-hmm. No question about that. Eagles and Chiefs, you'll see it on ESPN. It is a Super Bowl rematch, and we have never had a Super Bowl rematch in the regular season where the two teams that are facing each other also have the best record in their respective conferences yeah. that year. Yeah, and the great part about it is both of these teams are coming off a of bye, too, and we know what that means for Big Red Andy Reid. He's 31-6 and six off a of bye if you include the postseason. Now, if you're Philadelphia, that doesn't scare you because that was the situation in Super Bowl 57, and had it not been for the Jalen Hurts fumble uh, in the first half, it could be a different outcome in that game overall. I couldn't believe this when I went back and looked at the numbers, but the Eagles held the ball for almost 36 minutes in that game. Mm. If you hold the ball that long and you play keep away from that Chiefs offense with Pat Mahomes, you got a pretty good chance of being able to win. So I think your formula has to be more of the same, but it will be a lot tougher test on Monday night because this Chiefs defense is a lot better than it was last year. Yeah, we can't wait for this game. Guys, they just put up the graphic on the the television side, our ESPN analytics. Are you surprised that the Chiefs are a 60% favorite to win? A little bit. I little thought it bit. would be a little bit closer little than bit. that. Little bit. I mean, I'm just sitting there looking at the odds to win the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs are plus 450. Philadelphia is plus 500. So Vegas thinks it's a little bit closer yeah. than our FPI F- would suggest. The FPI, so, 60% for the Chiefs, 39% chance to win the game for the Eagles, according, according to our ESPN analyti- uh, analytics team, if I could talk in the 9 o'clock hour. That surprises me because what we've seen out of the Eagles this season, I think, is right on par with the Kansas City Chiefs. I didn't think the disparity would be that big. So I think that great re- great teams in all sports graduate out of important regular season games. Like there's like if the, the Kansas City Chiefs were playing the I don't know the uh, Bills at home, nah, not a, not a big regular season game. I'm sorry, it's just not. Like I think that the the Denver Nuggets in the NBA, eh, it's not many big regular season games. This one feels different. I think Kansas City has graduated out of any other big game in the regular season because I'm not worried about them long term. They're going to be there in the postseason. They're going to probably make it to the Super Bowl. This one feels like it means something to both parties. But let me ask you why. Is yeah. it the history from last year's Super Bowl or is it because you think both of them will be in this year's Super Bowl? Yes. <laughs> like right now, if I said, CC, everything on the line, you had to bet on two teams. A Super, Bowl, Super Bowl rematches don't happen. It's only happened once. Right. So the, the Cowboys and the Bills, 92-93, I think that was the only time. And wasn't one of them 52-17 or something like that? Yeah, it was, one of them was a, a disaster. Blew the doors off of them, So yeah. it's more likely than not not going to happen, but independently of history, if you're just looking at it this year, aren't they the two obvious teams to get to the Super Bowl? Yeah, 
But if you had to bet on one of them not being able to get back to the big game, who would it be? Philly, just because I look at Kansas City and I say I can't bet against them. And that's the reason why. I guess you're looking at the history of the Chiefs, but I would say that they are in by far the tougher of the two conferences. When we think about teams that can knock off Philly and keep them from getting back to the Super Bowl, it's San Francisco, maybe Detroit. I don't think anybody in this situation believes in Dallas right now. So I'd put it, them in the mix, but I'd still take the Eagles. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, uh, like it, I, I could make a case for the Baltimore Ravens. You know what I mean? I could make a case for uh, uh, you know some other teams in the conference that would have a chance to be able to knock them off. But I just, I don't know. I just, I don't see it. I think it'd be a little bit tougher for Kansas City to get there because of the competition that they're going to have to go through than Philadelphia. But outside of the Ravens, is there anyone in the AFC that you really feel like right now is on the same level potentially with the Chiefs or could give them a game? Well, Jacksonville had them in a three-point ball game in the divisional round in the fourth quarter in Arrowhead last year. But we've seen them drop some games to inferior talent this year, obviously. I just think that as the season has gone on with injuries or some surprising losses for some of these teams that we have put in the AFC contender category, it feels like Baltimore and Kansas City have separated themselves. Fair. All right, uh, prediction that I didn't know I was going to have until right this moment based on this conversation. Oh, great. I feel like the Dolphins may have another rise up where we start to reconsider them as I agree. contenders. I agree. I and agree. it may be process of elimination because we would rely on Joe Burrow doing something. Well, that's not going to happen now because of injury and the team's performance. We would rely on Josh Allen and the Bills to do something. We've all said we don't think they're even going to make the playoffs. So if you're looking for another team, and I've, I'm all in on the Jaguars, I also would like Trevor Lawrence to have a big game to to justify my all-in. I'd like them to have 300 yards, three touchdowns, and sit the fourth quarter because they're blowing a team out. I haven't seen that, right? And see, that's interesting because I'm more impressed by the close to contested games because that's what it's going to be in the playoffs. Like, if you can find yourself on the winning side of close games, then I feel good about it. And I got proof of concept with T-Law to a degree because they were down, what was it, 27 nothing at home in the first half against the Chargers, came back and won that game. So we do. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I want to give you some breaking news here. Adam Schefter just reported the NFL is investigating why the Bengals did not list QB Joe Burrow on their injury report when the team posted a picture of him wearing a device on his wrist Wednesday night, and he appeared to be hampered by the injury early in thir- the Thursday night game that he later left. So now um, we have. Oh, there's more. Sorry, the league confirmed today the initial picture of Burrow wearing a device that looked like a soft cast on his thumb was posted by the Bengals only to be deleted later. The NFL routinely looks into matters of compliance with the injury report policy and will do so in this instance as well. Teams can be fined or even potentially lose a draft pick. Mm. The amazing part of this is that the Bengals, and we've discussed this all show, may have incriminated themselves by posting it and then deleting it Making us aware of it. It's the internet. People notice this stuff. You can screenshot it. This is going to become a major story here. What's going to happen to the person that works on a social media team that did that? <laughs> there might be a box on their desk right now. <laughs> Wait, can we do that? Because we have a new social media guy starting. Rob is amazing. Can we blame Rob if something goes wrong well, now? Well, it's not the social media person's fault. but they're... Oh, I think CeCe just had the guy fired. No, or I mean, a gal fired. Well, they're the one that posted it, right? If they're the person that posted it, ain't this they yeah, fault? Yeah, but you outed us inadvertently from doing something that we shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, that, that may well be true. It, it, listen, it's organizationally they did the wrong thing they didn't they didn't talk about it but there would be no evidence of it if the social media person didn't post it 
There it's like if no. a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around to hear it, doesn't make a sound. That's a good point. Like that's the situation. That's a good like, point. You know, so I just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, this, this is, this is going to be an interesting situation. But again, footnote to the headline, which is the Bengals season being over. I mean, finding a, taking away a draft pick for this, that seems unbelievably so. No, that's important. That's how important the integrity of it is in terms of making sure that people have confidence Here's the photo. in betting on the NFL because yeah. that's a part of it being an entertainment product. So the video that had been playing on the television side, it was a little blurry. You could see the cast, but it was between a couple people. They had to zoom in and circle it. We just put up a photo that had been circulating on, our, on the television side where Joe Burrow's getting off the plane, and you can very clearly see – the soft cast of the device that's on his. You know how right Bill wrist. Belichick got around this? Just keep Tom Brady on the injury report. Just keep him on the injury. He's on the injury report every single week. Mm. Questionable, probable. He's on the injury report every and, week. And by the way, you probably be, would be the first person to back this up that that's actually probably more accurate than not putting a player 10 or 11 weeks in on oh, the yeah, injury report. Because you're always hurt. Nobody, you're always nobody's hurt. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is another piece of breaking news involving a quarterback in the AFC North. Oh. The Cleveland Browns have brought someone in for a workout. It's oh. one person they brought in for a workout. Oh. The person has won a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback. Jake Trotter, ESPN, is reporting, Browns reporter, Joe Flacco in the building for the Browns oh, today. Oh, dear God. I did see some photos circulating of, of people. Of his take, hand? Uh, oh. No, no, of people taking pictures of him on a plane. So I think those are old photos. Oh, I think no, that's Joe, Joe Flacco, oh, dear God. Okay, go off, Cece. What's the problem with that? That's not great. That does does nothing for me. uh, You got a better chance with DTR and Phillip Walker. Joe Flacco is done. He's past his prime. That dog don't hunt no more. It's okay. Let's see. Joe Flacco's latest. Joe Flacco with the Jets played in five games last season. Five touchdowns, three interceptions. He's there. He's going to work out good for Joe. If he can convince him to give him a check, God bless him. God bless him. But But to your point, though, Smalls, about Kansas City, Actually, when you take a step back and look at it, maybe the competition in the AFC isn't as tough as we thought a couple of weeks ago. Right. Because Cincinnati is now kind of out of this whole thing. I mean, the Cleveland Browns without Deshaun Watson, that's not it. The the Pittsburgh Steelers offense eventually is going to catch up with them. You can't continue to get outgained by every single team that you play. Right. The Miami Dolphins haven't beat anybody that's good. The Buffalo Bills are dysfunctional right now. The New York Jets don't have a quarterback. I, I mean, I'm just running through the teams – C.J. Stroud, the Houston Texans, they're a year early. Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I think the Jaguars are a team that you have to watch. I do. I, I picked them to be in the conference championship game, and there's nothing that I've seen that would dissuade me from that to this point, even as good as Baltimore looked. So if we're going to look at the AFC and think about the teams that could be in the conference championship game, it really is only three teams in my mind's eye, and that would be Jacksonville, Baltimore and Kansas City. And with that group, how could you not feel good about the Chiefs' chances of going back to the Super Bowl? Well, what if I added a team? The hypothetical team that we've come up with here, when I said that I believe that Mike Tomlin could take an ESPN team to the playoffs, uh, we now have the finalized roster, which Mm. you're a part of. And you're going to have to suit up. You're going to have to play. We have Peyton Manning. Eli Manning and Troy Aikman at quarterback. Okay. Brandon Jacobs is our running back. Hold on, so Eli is the second string and Troy is the third string? Yeah, I thought maybe we'd go the other uh, way on that. Yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead. Our wide re- just bouncing around a little bit. Our wide receivers, Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, our own teammate Harry Douglas, Shannon Sharp at tight end. Wow. Love it. That is a monster uh, skill position set. We got Canty, we got Spears, we got Booger along that 3-4 defensive line. Oh, boy. 
I mean, Ryan Clark and Lou Riddick as our as our safeties, McAfee punting and kicking off, Raul Alegre as the kicker. We have a we have a Super Bowl MVP returning kicks in Desmond Howard. We got Rex Ryan running our defense. They're I mean, pretty good. That's a pretty good team. Yeah, Mike, go Mike, us. Mike, Mike Tomlin could get us on a playoff run. We can get to, there. You we, go. We can get something you done. just you just went through <laughs> all these done. AFC teams that are falling off here and setting the stage for Kansas City to go back to the Super Bowl. Well, maybe we put Tomlin's team, this team, in the AFC. And maybe coming up, we should have Joe Fortenbaugh set an over-under in terms of the wins I for this that. team. Joe will have to give us an over-under how many it. teams will win, or how many games that team, the ESPN team, will win. Joe Fortenbaugh, co-host Carlin versus Joe, ESPN bat analyst. He will join us next. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. ESPNU presented by Progressive Insurance. Just to get everybody updated here, coming off of Thursday Night Football last night where Baltimore beat Cincy 34-20. Joe Burrow gets hurt, hurts his wrist. Adam Schefter reporting that the league is looking into when that injury occurred and if the Bengals did not put him on that injury report. Something to keep an eye on there. Mark Andrews out for the season, unfortunately, for the Ravens with that ankle injury. Harbaugh suspended three games. And I guess could be more ultimately, depending on the Big Ten investigation. Let's, let's, let's not bury the lead, though. The Bengals screwed us by not reporting Joe Burrow's wrist injury because it messed up our unsportsmanlike ESPN bet play of the night. That's right. We had the parlay going on. Joe Burrow over 55 and a half yards passing. Jamar Chase over 80 and a half yards receiving. And the Bengals on the money line. And they didn't put Joe Burrow's injury on the report, and it screwed us up. Very fair. That's Very what fair. happened. Well, That's um, my story, and I'm sticking to they? it. Well, Joe Fortenbaugh, of course, ESPN bet analyst, co-host of Carlin versus Joe, noon until 3 Eastern time here on ESPN Radio, is our friend of me on, a show, on the show. He helps us with ESPN bet-related things. In does terms he? Of picking game. Well, he talks about <laughs> he does, it. He but does. we are going to put him to the test today. Uh, we have come up with the concept of an ESPN football team. 
All right, and if it was coached by Mike Tomlin. And we need Joe to set an over-under line for the amount of wins. That team includes, but is not limited to, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Troy Aikman as our quarterbacks, Brandon Jacobs as a running back, Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, Harry Douglas, Shannon Sharp, skill position guys. We got Chris Canty, Marcus Spears, Booger McFarlane on that defensive line, Teddy Bruschi, Bart Scott, Takeo Spikes as linebackers, Ryan Clark, Lou Riddick, safeties, Darius Butler, Dominic Foxworth, corners, Pat McAfee as our punter. Desmond Howard as our return guy. Joe Fortenbaugh, over, under for wins for that team. Where are you going on that one? Good God. You forgot Saturday at center as oh, well. We have him on there. He's on the graphic on ESPNU. How dare you? I, I don't see the graphic. All I hear is you not mentioning him. That's, <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. Do you want me to be watching you on TV while I have to listen to you as well? How bad do you want my Friday to start? Also, <laughs> wow, the wow. balls on Canty to suggest I can't help you with gambling five seconds after laying out how bad you blew it last night on Thursday night. What kind of rant is that? This is why Joe Formal comes on Friday. We can't leave you, you three to yourselves on Thursday night. That's the mess you get into. So now back to business at hand. You want to you want an over under on wins for what a seventeen game season? Yeah, and that's a hell of a team right there. I mean, at quarterback, you you, you could suffer as many injuries as you want. You're still going to have Super Bowl. <laughs> we could have the Watson injury and the Burrow injury, and we're still fine. Yeah, like at it's amazing. We'll like Eli's going to be <laughs> Eli's going to be what a third stringer there. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. So seventeen game season. Just off the top of my head, I mean, I'd be setting that somewhere around thirteen and a half, Ooh. right out of the gate. That the, the one thing you 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 fail to account for, I think you could end up having problems at the wide receiver position. A lot of me guys like Harry Douglas going to want that ball. Wow. It's going to cause a problem. Wow. It's going to cause a problem. We got a lot of beef up front led by your boy right there. I think defensively we're going to be sound. I think offensively we have a lot of wide receivers who are going to want that football. That could lead to some issues. All right, Joe. Let's, let's get into some of the Also, picks. McAfee yeah. is going to want to punt on every third down imaginable. He's <laughs> going to want to be out on that field early and often. We know Pat is great in the spotlight. You're going to have a punter who's going to want more shine than any punter in the history of the game. So... There's, there's, a, there's a lot to manage there. You're going to need a really well, uh, really well coached team. Tomlin's the guy for that job. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking about interim coach. Uh, we're talking about, um, excuse me, McAfee. Anything he touches turns to gold. So I'm yeah. fine with him punting on third down. <laughs> uh, interim coach bump. Something we talked about with the firing around Josh McDaniels. Can we apply that to the Bills this week with the firing of their offensive coordinator? Are you all in on the Bills? That's a good question. I'm looking to the Bills this week. I think it's an all hands on deck sort of game. Um, the season is getting away from them in a hurry, and I think now you look at the projections. They're actually a favorite to miss the playoffs rather than make the playoffs. I think there's also a lot of guys in that locker room looking around realizing, you know what, it's not exactly Ken Dorsey who had 12 guys out on the field for the kick block, right? Like they had a lot of problems in that game that were not necessarily Ken Dorsey related. And Josh Allen doesn't need to throw that many interceptions, right? It's not like Dorsey's telling him to make some of those bad decisions. So (laughs) there had to be a fall guy there, and I understand how the business works. But I think it's an all-hands-on-deck sort of game. You just need to play clean to beat the Jets. That's the thing with the Jets. It's not like you're going to get into a shootout like the Lions and the Chargers did last week and Dan Campbell needed some fancy footwork late with some great decision-making to win that game. Like, you just let the Jets lose the game. 
That's how the Jets have put together a half-decent record. Other teams have found a way to lose these games. The Eagles throwing on that third and nine, completely inexcusable, finding a way to lose games. If you let the Jets play their style of football and you can clean up some of these mistakes, which I'd imagine they're going to clean up this week, you're going to be able to win the game. So I do lean to the Bills in this matchup. Okay, so Joe, we got to get to the other big matchup in the AFC North between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Now, I know how this one went the first time around, but just out of curiosity, how does the Deshaun Watson impact impact the line on the Browns and what you think of their season moving forward? Because, I mean, I get that Watson played great in the second half against the Baltimore Ravens, but the Cleveland Browns as a team quite literally have the worst passer rating on the season of any team in the National Football League. So just out of curiosity, how does the Watson injury impact the line in this game? All right, so we'll start with that. They were a four-point favorite. It dips down to about one. So it's a three-point move, and you might say to yourself, all right, three, that's not huge, but it is through the key number of three. So that's an important note to take there. Uh, when a guy like Rodgers goes down, you'll, you'll see the point spread move around seven, eight points. So that gives you a little bit of comparison here. I thought this would lo- move a little bit more, to be completely honest with you, because the drop-off to DTR, if that's who ends up starting this game, we saw him in that Ravens game. I, I liked him at UCLA. I don't want to bang on the kid right now because uh, it's, it's very early in his career. But, man, we saw how unready he was for a game like that, and the Steeler defense can play. So I, I'm, I'm surprised that did wasn't a little bit more to be honest with you with you which shows that I am leaning to Pittsburgh here in terms of long-term projections there's there's an issue here as well that I don't think is being accounted for it's easy to look at the quarterback position I don't think they're going to run deep as a result of this issue defensively they haven't been that great there are a lot of metrics to look at to say they've been solid and they have Jim Schwartz has done an amazing job look at the Colts game they gave up a huge number look at the game at Seattle They gave up a big number. Look at the two matchups against the Ravens. They gave up big numbers. On the road this year, they are 28th in the NFL in scoring defense. So they are good. There are a lot of advanced metrics to point to them being good. But defensively, they're not this elite, consistent unit. They have had inconsistencies. And that, combined with the quarterback problem, is what's eventually going to burn them down the road. Joe, we love everything that you bring to the table when you join us You can us just every stop Friday. right there, Smalls. We do? Stop right there. That's it. the end of the interview. Thank you. But we love, okay, we love it, Joe. <laughs> but you know what we love the most is the Wink Wink game. So you got to yeah. give us your favorite play and the Wink Wink game of the weekend. So Wink Wink uh, hit last week. It hit a couple weeks ago. I think we're three of the last four on these. Um, I-, I mean, I don't even know if anyone's going to be able to find this game on TV. That's the classic Wink Wink. Wink. <laughs> wow, that's the ultimate Wink Wink. It's the ultimate Wink Wink. We're going to go to college football. We're going to look at Old Dominion plus six over Georgia Southern. That's going to be the play in the Wink Wink game this week. Uh, Old Dominion in a buy low spot, in my opinion. They got blown out by Liberty last week, so no one's going to want to touch them. I think overall they're four and six on the year, so they're not great, but they are a little bit better than people realize. They're six and four against the number, and they've played games that when I read these teams off, you're, you're going to say, oh, these teams aren't great. Listen, for Old Dominion, these are steps up in class, right? They lose by three to Wake Forest, three to James Madison, who's very good, six to Marshall, four to Coastal Carolina. Like they have played very tight in some very good games. And metrically, they stack up very well against Georgia Southern, who has not played all that well this season. Strength of schedule favors Georgia Southern, so a little bit inflated coming into this game. They failed to cover the number in four of their last five, so the bookmakers see them one way, but they're not meeting that expectation. Old Dominion plus six over Georgia Southern. Yes, but has ODU been to Statesboro, Georgia? 
<laughs> wow, you know Statesboro, Georgia? Is there something I'm missing there? What do we got? Uh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just. Good place. Joe, what are we Joe, talking Joe, about? Joe, it's, the, it's the wink, wink game, Joe. By I was going to say, way, I, we, I'm, Joe Fornball is always down to have a cocktail in a new place. Statesboro, Georgia is that place. Joe Fornball will be there. I think you've been. It's t- not, Joe. Don't worry about it. You've been, you've been topped on this show because uh, the wink, wink has been replaced per Smalls with the nudge, nudge because Cece gave his nudge, nudge game of the week this week, yeah. and he won big. Miami, what was it? Miami of Ohio in Buffalo. Early- oh, okay. Well, I, was, I was all in on some action. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, maxing, yeah. Joe. Look at my boy. We had a three-leg three parlay, Joe. Three-leg parlay. I'll probably, well, here's how it I'm works. Probably, here's how it works. You win right. the maxing, and then you dump it back Thursday night. That's exactly how we do it. Then we're going to pick it back up on <laughs> Saturday. We dump it back <laughs> on Sunday. That is what he did. Well, we're just thinking, cycle, that's kind of how it happened. Last night wasn't a nudge-nudge. Last night wasn't a nudge-nudge. No, no, no. Last night was a canty-can't-lose because I left the Bengals for dead and I wanted to prove that there was, in fact, a body there that was going cold. <laughs> and the reason why I bet on the Bengals is because if we happen to lose in the parlay, then that would mean that we would be talking about how the Bengals season would be over, which was my take right after week two in the NFL season. So Listen, you see how I'm, that works, Joe? It's I'm, a can't-he-can't-lose game. You and your former partner are notorious for this little tactic. I deal with this every Friday when we go through Pick'em. If he and I are on opposite sides of one of the Pick'em games, he goes, okay, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we'll do. We'll go with you, and if we win, that's us. But if we lose, that's on you. It's a Carlin can't lose game. And the kicker to this thing is like those Carlin can't lose games are like six and one Joe Fortinball's way with no acknowledgement on his behalf. And we so, do, yeah, you've done a do, nice job getting me all riled up here. And we do hope Carlin's okay today because Smalls mentioned to us that uh, Prince Harry, is that correct? Prince William. Prince William won world's sexiest bald man. Yes. To which Cece Whoa. said. Carlin got Carl- hosed. <laughs> He got hosed. Carlin got hosed. That's right. He got hosed. Well, you just gave me my lead segment for today. Thank you guys very, very much for that. Well, we'll wink, wink, and nudge, nudge at you today at noon. And, of course, ESPN bet analyst and co-host of Carlin versus Joe, Joe Fortenbaugh. Joe, thank you so much. We appreciate it. You guys are the best. Thanks so much for having me on. Best of luck to everybody out there. Thank you. What are you wishing us luck with, just because, in general? Because of the weekend yeah, and, and right. sports well, wager. We, we're good. We got, we got nudge, nudge, and wink, wink. No, I need, I need luck. I need luck. Clearly, <laughs> I, clear, clearly after last night's game, last it, night's fiasco, fair, I need luck. We might not have had all the information. We did not have all of to the information. Fair. Clearly, to we did. Fair. Coming up, CeCe's going to sue the NFL because of it. Next on Sportsman like ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. This is a challenge. Challenge. This is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. We are on Sportsman Life, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. If you're just tuning in, Joe Burrow hurt wrist last night. NFL investigating as to why they didn't know, the league didn't know before in the injury report. Pictures of him had surfaced. They were on the Bengals, actually, Twitter, uh, their Twitter with a little wrap on his hand prior to the game. They took them down. Obviously, they're looking into that. The Baltimore Ravens get a huge win last night. CC has said with that 34-20 win, absolutely look at them as, as Super Bowl contenders, even with the unfortunate injury there to Mark Andrews. And per um, our ESPN reporting, that the Browns in that division are bringing in Joe Flacco for a workout. Uh, uh, <laughs> CC doesn't stop <laughs> laughing from that uh, with Jake Trotter there reporting that. All right. Uh, we pick games every single week, not just for the fun of it. It is fun. But we're competitive. We pick them against our teammates here at ESPN Radio. I hate this week's games. I, I hate, hate them. them. I hate this week's I games. I hate these games. Well, I was going to spin something positively. And for, for once, you guys went negative and I went positive. So, so here's okay. my attempt at I positive. Hear it. We're only three games back in the loss column right now. We're right in this. We I'm... are 17 11 and 2 on the year. First place, Carlin versus Joe, 28 and 2. Game night, 19 9 and 2. Freddie and Harry, 18 10 and 2. We are right there. But the games we have are weird. They're Raiders have the games. Dolphins. Dolphins are favored by 13 and a half a points. Number. Is this right? It's a big number. That's a crazy big number. It's a big number. So basically ESPN bet and everybody wants you to take the Raiders there. Yes. Are Which is why I think we should take the Dolphins. Okay. I, I, I know it's counterintuitive. No, and I, I want to root you. for AP, but it is a West Coast team coming east. I believe it's a 1 o'clock kickoff. I don't know if I feel great about the Raiders in this spot. A lot of good feels. Uh, around AOC and, and having a new coaching staff, new vibes. On a, win, a bit of a winning streak but there. I, but I think they run into a buzzsaw this weekend. And we're talking about the Miami Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken, coming off of a bye week. I mm-hmm. just don't think this is going to be a good situation for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. It is a 1 o'clock kick, by the way. Yeah. If that factors into our Yeah, decision. it does. It matters. They also, the Raiders, have like a bad game to spare. Nobody's going to crush them if they lose. It's not like what was going on previously with Josh McDaniels there where like the sky is falling down. Yeah. Yeah. They almost have a bad game to spare right now. Mm-hmm. And so I could, I totally agree with you. I think we should go with the Dolphins minus 13 and a half. I'm in on that. Me too. Uh, Cardinals at Texans. Texans favored by four and a half. That's another line that I look at and say that's really weird, right? It feels like it should be more. It feels like based on the Texans coming off of that win against the Bengals, how they won against the Bucks the week prior, that it should be more, but I it's agree. not. And so I'm inclined to go with the Kyler Murray bump with the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, wait, listen, wait. I, 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 I'm, I'm, 
I don't know. Mm. I, I feel like this is a situation where I can I can convince myself to take the cards in the four and a half points. I think I think the Texans will still win the football game, but it'll be closer than that. You're talking about it being a field goal game, and in that instance, uh, I would take Arizona in the four and a half. Ev, where do you want to go? Because that's not where I was going to go. Well, all I can think about right now is Pat Costello, our producer, ready and probably chomping at the bit to chime in. You think he's an MVP if you're going to pick the Cardinals to win close or be close in that game? That's where my mind goes. It goes to Pat being anti-CJ Stroud in this. (laughs) But, okay, here's the question. If C.J. Stroud is an MVP candidate, which we all think he is, MVP candidates find ways to win no matter what. Yeah. And that's what you're saying. But at the same time, I don't, I don't believe in the Kyler Murray bump. If they do, they got it last week. I don't think they're going to necessarily get it this week. I would say Texans minus four and a half is where my lean would be. Same. Well, y'all have a veto, so if that's what y'all want to do. Well, no, we go, don't need the veto because it's two. It, oh, that's right. That's a great point. I'm just saying <laughs> the Texans haven't won three straight games since, 20, I mean, since 2018. So just putting that out there. But this is not it's, the same old Texans. It's not your pastor's Texans. <laughs> it's not Jack Easterby's Texans. <laughs> Oh. That is both literal and figurative at the same time, what I just said. But I want to be clear on that. But think about how good he's been, though. We forget about that, that we put that to the, the side. The, te- the Texans are 0-3 when favored against the spread this year. Oh. Okay, you know what? I'm just throwing some things out there. They're 0-3 when Listen, favored this season. These are important nuggets to bring these to the table. <laughs> you, you also could do the candy. They won three straight in five years. What is CJ Stroud? Uh, and they... they well, C.J. Stroud was there this year, I know. and when they've been favored, they haven't covered the number. I'm just mm. just putting it out there. All right, you make the call, Smalls. You make the call. Oh, but these these are very interesting nuggets that C.C. has put on the table. Make you know, the call. I think we go with the Texans. Texans minus okay. four and a half it is. Oh. All right, next one. Vi- I want to believe. Vikings <laughs> at the Broncos. Broncos, I was surprised by this, favored by two and a half in this game per ESPN bet. It's a home game, Sunday night football. Broncos have obviously been playing much better. Russell Wilson is doing what his coach is asking him to do, which is just not turn the ball over and let other guys make plays and make smart decisions on the football field. I don't know. Maybe the Bills should take that playbook from the Broncos there, at least for a little bit. Vikings at Broncos. Broncos favored by two and a half. Yeah, so basically home field accounts for three points in the National Football League, and that's essentially what we're what we're talking about here. I, oh, you know what? I, I actually like the Vikings in this spot, and I know that they're going to play at altitude. I get it. It's a primetime game, and Josh Dobbs in a big spot national audience. It could be a little bit different, but here's the deal. Over the three-game win streak, you're talking about the Broncos' defense generating 10 takeaways. I don't think they're going to have that kind of turnover luck against the Minnesota Vikings. They didn't turn it over at all in their win over the New Orleans Saints last week. Give me the Minnesota Vikings in this spot. I'll take the Vikings. I'll take the two and a half points. I kind of feel the same way, even though we've seen a different version of the Denver Broncos. They're writing that three-game win streak and the game that prior to that that started that at Kansas City. They could have and should have won that game. It just feels like a slip-up is inevitable. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. I think baked into the number is everybody excited about the Broncos and Russell Wilson off of Monday Night Football. Oh, did you see that throw that Russ made on fourth down to Cortland Sutton? And Russ is back, and he hasn't been as bad as people were saying. The numbers didn't show that, and now we're actually starting to get the results. Pump the brakes. Russell Wilson is not awful at football. 
congratulations. I'm not ready to say that Russell Wilson is good at football, and I don't give a damn what the numbers say because I know what my eyes tell me. And in this spot, I trust the Minnesota Vikings because I believe they're a better team and they have the record to show for it. Well, you know where I'm going to go on this. I'm going with the Broncos minus two and a half. Well, it doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter where you're going because me and Smalls are with the Vikings. Okay, but let me just ask this, though. In the isn't it time for it to all crash down theory with the Broncos? You can make the same case with the Vikings. No, I can make the same case with Josh Dobbs. Well, and the Vikings. Yeah, but I'm saying specifically <laughs> him. Best story in the league this year. Best story in the league. A guy that is traded four minutes before the first game, starts for the Cardinals, was excellent for them in terms of just being competitive. A team that was basically tanking, and he kept them competitive. Gets traded with the, to the Vikings. Has about two minutes to start a game, and has been excellent for them. At some point, he's going to have a hiccup. Yeah, I get it. But, I mean, well, first of all, he had a bunch of hiccups in Arizona. It's been bad. He just got traded. So, like, this is his third game in action for the Minnesota Vikings. We'll see. But the Vikings have won five straight games and two wins over two division leaders right now. When are we going to start putting some respect on Minnesota's name? When are we going to start? Maybe the Vikings are just a good – maybe this is just a good team, and that's why they can survive – the Kirk Cousins injury and the quarterback change to Josh Dobbs. Maybe Kevin O'Connell is just a good coach. What is he, 13 wins last year? Yep. And after starting one and four this year, the team is six and four? I'm just, just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. So you're saying Belichick players are good coaches, just not coaches. Vrabel and Kevin O'Connell. That's how I'm taking that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, he played for him for like a year. I don't know how he worked it back to the <laughs> he Patriots. Can he found fun. a way. I can find a way. I can found bring up way. P- potato chips, Cece, and he'll find a way to bring it back to so, Belichick. So do, we, so do we actually have it, though? So we're going Vikings plus yeah, two and a half. Yeah, you guys already I'm with you. We're going Texas land four and a half, and we're going Dolphins, Dolphins land 13. God, that's such a big number. It's 13. huge. It's a big number. You know what's funny? You say that. That's the one I'm most confident in. That is the one. I know that the number is enormous. Of these three picks, I am most confident we will win Dolphins minus 13 and a half. That's a big number. Well, what are you most confident in? Rank it. What's number one? Oh, number one is Vikings. I'd say Vikings plus two and a half. Smalls? That's the one, too. That yeah, I and I would say the Dolphins minus 13 and a half. Plus two and a half. Then I would go Dolphins. And then, of course, I don't agree with you guys with the Arizona Cardinals pick, so that right. would be, yeah. Okay. All right, coming up. There we go. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. But first, CeCe has this from Granger. Oh, yes. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. 
survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. Was not a great look. <laughs> oh, it's Travis Kelsey. So, so Pat, hold on. Is this a sea shanty or no? I guess technically we could count it. No, a I mean if it's not good, because because huh? A sea shanty. I didn't. I've never heard that term before. I before it, Pat said that, I've never heard of it. Sea shanty. It sounds like a little house by the sea. Yeah. On the water. Yeah. A so we have we have. I don't many. know why he said that, and this is what popped in my head. The boat on Gilly, the SS Minnow in Gilligan's Island is what came in my head. Don't know why, but that's what. I happened. understand what you're saying because it has that kind of bop to it, like that you're just like the way that we heard the Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey Christmas songs kind of has that like you want to snap your fingers to it a little. No, 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 said no, no one ever. I don't want to snap no, my no, fingers. No, I don't, of the fingers. <laughs> I don't mean no. I don't mean snap your fingers like in a cool way. I mean like you're at a, like a Broadway show or like a play or something like that. No, no this no. sounds like I have a pint of ale and yeah. I just got back from a battle. <laughs> and, you're going like, and no, you're okay. arm in arm with somebody yeah. skipping around a bar. Jovial yeah. nature. Yeah, exactly. We're wearing so, fur, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Not like moments. Not never, 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 the, never. No. Okay. Don't want to upset the Peter folks. That's though. what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. We're talking now, historical. Yeah, we have exactly. a couple of we have a couple if, of options. Hypothetical. <laughs> today for unsportsmanlike moment of the day. Smalls, let's start with you. Uh, okay. Smalls, what is a, a popular dog name in our country now? Well, I'm glad you asked, Evan, because Rover has crunched the numbers. They have done all the hard work. They've got the data points. And according to Rover, which is a company that connects pet owners with pet sitters and dog walkers, so they're talking to a lot of pet owners. Among the top trending dog names in the country over the past year is Kelsey. It's up 135%. Dogs all across this country named after Taylor Swift's boyfriend and her boyfriend's brother. I mean, it could just be Jason Kelsey, who was one of the voted one of the sexiest men alive by I know, people. I was it kidding. Could, Obviously, they're just... successful in their own right. But yeah, he. But like, are you are you going to name your dog after someone that you find sexy though? I don't know. Well, you I, tell me. Wait, why well, is this unsportsmanlike? Well, I mean, I, you're naming you're naming your dogs after like random NFL. I guess maybe it's I don't know. Lots well, of people name their dogs after former athletes. Yeah, I or guess athletes. that's true. Like, I, I, what I don't, I'm not a dog owner, but I always find it weird when somebody names their dog like a regular name. Like, oh, come here, John. My like, dog's name is Frank. Yeah, that's a little odd to me. Why? I don't know. I just feel he's like a it, member of the family. But Why Frank would... Smallman. Yeah, he's got Frankie a, Smallman. He's got a full name, though. I think that's what sets it apart. Like he's got a full. His okay. name is Frankie Frank, Smallman. Anthony, if he, if Frank just, Anthony Smallman. If he was just Frank with nothing else, right? That's Frank what period. I'm saying. Yeah, just Frank period. Frank <laughs> yeah. hard stop. Yeah. Like I like I like Kelsey actually as a name for a dog. I think that's actually kind of like I, that one makes sense. But if you're like, hey, come here, Bob. Bob is the name. <laughs> like, think about a dog named Bob. I think it's awesome. What? Really? His dog's name is Bob. I know a great dog named George. I know a dog named Billy. Like Bob could do your taxes. (laughs) (laughs) After you walk him. After you get him the dog for you, do your taxes. I I have a friend whose neighbor's name, neighbor's dog name, is his name. So he's walking on the street and he hears his name, and it's not for him, it's for the dog. Mm. You can't confuse the dog with somebody else. That's why Kel- well Kelsey is a good as a name for a person, obviously. Yeah. But I think that's a good one. I actually like that as a name. Okay. Now, Kelsey, okay. Um, next thing, unsportsmanlike moment of the day, something weird, something different, something unique. Okay, I'm walking in today, or no, I'm in the kitchen today with Smalls. 
Cece walks by us, yeah. going back to get makeup. He's like, we're talking for two seconds. You see Cece in a beautiful suit. He's on get up. He's yeah. on first take. Looks a good. beautiful gray suit with a purple shirt, purple tie with a little polka dot on there. All Excel- the colors, patterns look. are working. Yeah. And you see yeah. him walk. And I look down and I said, I'm sorry, what is happening? <laughs> He's wearing slippers today. So hold on. What's wrong with my slippers, though? I didn't say anything's wrong. I, I don't understand. <laughs> like, sometimes you just have to be comfortable. You know, if you have a suit on, you have the hard bottom shoes. But I'm here for six hours. I, I mean, I get here around 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm here until 11.30 on Fridays because I'm jumping on first take. So I can't. So why not rock I, the robe then as, as well? Well, no, because I have to be suited and booted. I mean, listen. No, no, actually not booted. <laughs> yeah. Not booted. booted. Not booted, but not booted. That's right. Well, he's well, he's suited oh, you got him on slip. now? I got All right. my slippers on. Oh, let's see All right, see he's going to put them on the screen for ESPNU. Okay, he's going to try. Maybe you're not on our all ESPN team. He's wearing his slippers. There we go. Yeah, but you can see the socks. He's even got the bottoms like he steps on them like we're really at home. Yeah. Wait, I think you're going to have to take them off a little bit um, just to show one of them because we're only seeing the bottoms on TV. You want me to take it off? Now now you can see it a little bit. Show another angle. I don't understand what's happening on TV. It's got the fur on the inside. We need another angle. Are they Uggs? What are they? Oh, he's turning. This can't be physically easy for you. There we go. Those are, yeah, he has slippers on. Uh, Nuno, Pat, Javante, you guys have not not seen this until right now. What do you think of the CC slippers with the suit? I am in full support of it. I love it. Full support. Yeah, I, it does. Yeah, look be comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, do what you got to do. It looks comfortable. It looks comfortable. All right. I'm in uh, support of it, too. Now, the last thing here. We have said okay. today, yeah. we have said today. Um, Just relax. We only got a few minutes. I think I, I threw it out there, actually, initially, because if anybody hates it, you can blame me, that I believe an ESPN team coached by Mike Tomlin could make the playoffs in the NFL. Oh, CC is a mess right now. His wires are all messed up. He got unplugged from the thing here. Um, the ES- no, we're good. I'm a professional. We're okay. good. We're good. Processing. All right. Cross we have, legs. We have we Peyton go. Manning, Eli Manning, Troy Aikman as our quarterbacks. We have Brandon Jacobs, your former teammate with the Giants, mm-hmm. as our running back. I'm just bouncing around different names. Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, our ESPN teammate on the radio side, Harry Douglas as wide receivers, Shannon Sharp, our tight end. We have Damian Woody, Jeff Saturday, weekly guests for us on the offensive line. Yep. Our 3-4 defense with Canty, Spears, and Booger. What do you think about that D-line that you're on pretty, there? Pretty damn good. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out who our team captains are. So I, w- I would have to vote for Troy Aikman to be our captain because he's got the most Super Bowl rings. So even though he's not the starting quarterback, I'd go Troy Aikman and Shannon Sharp because Shannon Sharp has got three rings. Ooh. Aikman's got three rings. What about Bruski? Brewski, Brewski could be one. He's got three rings. Right. And then we'd have to find another captain. I would vote Bart Scott because he's got a lot of crazy. Right. And we need crazy. Uh-huh. And then for my special teams captain, I would go Ryan Clark, pro bowler as a special teamer. We have McAfee as our punter. We have Desmond Howard as our returner. Well, you know I'm not voting for a punter to be a captain. But how rare is it to not have the starting quarterback be a captain when that starting quarterback is Peyton Manning? Uh, listen, I get it. I understand it. Peyton that feels Manning, wrong. Peyton Manning's the best regular season quarterback in the history of the NFL. But we ain't trying to just win in the regular season. We're trying to win in the playoffs. And just saying Troy Aikman, Troy, Troy Aikman, a part of uh, you know one of the modern-day dynasties that is the Dallas Cowboys. The, any, the last time the Cowboys won anything of consequence – Troy Aikman was the quarterback. So. I don't think what you just said you're going to be able to say forever. I think Mahomes is going to surpass 
Manning is the best regular season quarterback of all time. I think his numbers are going to be so ridiculous. Yeah. His MVP awards are going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I think get, get at me when he gets four more MVPs. Yeah. Oh no, I know. Peyton's know. got five MVPs. Yeah. No, I, I, we're not there yet. Five. We're not there yet. <laughs> but I do think we would get there. So okay. Joe Fortenbaugh, Carlin versus Joe, noon Eastern time here on ESPN Radio and ESPN Bet Analyst said. 13 and a half wins. Are we taking over or under on that? And, and to clarify, this is all of these players right now. This is not them in their I'm prime. I'm going to guess Joe took it in their it's prime. In the prime. We're he talking took about it prime. In the, yeah, oh, not right we're now. talking about prime. We, we can't make it through a game right now. All of those players. Ain't nobody going to make it. We couldn't make it through a quarter of a football game. You don't game. think that team could make it through a game? Not one quarter. Not one quarter. <laughs> we couldn't make it through 15 minutes of game clock. Are we against an NFL yeah, team. CeCe's going to struggle getting his legs off the, that table. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. You know what? I disagreed with you until I saw you try to get the slippers on the desk. Now you may be right. Now you may be right. Yeah. I don't know. It's like muscle memory, though, when you're out there. He does You know what? That's actually true. It At is. the end of my career, I could run. I couldn't walk. As crazy See? as that sounds, your adrenaline. I could gets not gone. walk. It would like if you watch me walk, it would be like, oh, that's painful. But if you watch me, I could run like a deer. It's <laughs> Greeny coming very up weird. next. Very strange. We are on to very, Monday. Very strange. So sportsmanlike very on ESPN strange. Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.